Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Rob Leonio, now ready to get you ready for Arizona and the Los Angeles Kings. Exciting stuff coming up tonight. In just a little bit, we'll be um, moving on to having our conversation with Sarah Afampato, who we had on last week. To talk some uh, Tucson Roadrunners, Ontario Rain action in the American Hockey League. This time, we're now talking NHL talk. Again, Arizona Coyotes and Los Angeles Kings. And, you know, that's why we are uh, getting back together and uh, talking more hockey. Before we get to the conversation with Sarah, though, there is some housekeeping items that we do have to take care of before we get there. The first of which is an announcement for the Tucson Roadrunners is uh, earlier this week, I said that they'd be having a game tonight hosting the San Jose Barracuda. But uh, due to inclement weather going on in Texas, uh, because that's where the Barracuda were last playing the Texas Stars, the uh, the Roadrunners-San Jose Barracuda game has been postponed one day. So f- instead of it being tonight, it will be tomorrow night. Again, that will be at around 6.30-ish p.m. or around there. So again, the Tucson Roadrunners game, their official home opener against the San Jose Barracuda has been rescheduled from tonight to tomorrow night. You'll be able to watch that game, uh, I think, on AHL TV and on radio. Uh, the, I believe it's at 14.50 a.m. on your radio dial if you live in Tucson. So you'll be able to... Uh, Pay attention to the game there, if that is what you want to do on your Friday. And uh, learn what's going on over in Tucson. Now we're going to take some time to go ahead and address the injury updates with the Arizona Coyotes. The first of which will, uh, well, actually I'll just go ahead and address both of them. Uh, Drake Kajula and Nicholas Jomerson. Uh, both to appear to be in uh, promising positions to get ready to play this weekend, maybe tonight uh, on uh, Wednesday, uh, early or late afternoon to or early afternoon, early late morning, I should say. Um, call with uh, Coyotes coach Rick Tockett. Uh, he said both of them looked good in practice and they it looked promising. He said he will give them 24 hours to really figure things out, and we'll figure thing. And of course, we'll know from there. But again, looking promising means, you know, they might very well be playing tonight. Um, so be a, uh, on the lookout for any news updates regarding that. But again, looks promising for Drake Kujula and Nicholas Jomerson. And now let's go to move on to our uh, series preview talk with Sarah Avampato of Locked On Kings. Uh, for the first time, I believe, in quite some amount of time, you guys are playing a team that is not the St. Louis Blues. So I guess, first off, <laughs> welcome to the show. How do you feel about that? Oh, man, I'm so relieved, I, I would say, because playing the Blues seven times in a row was super tiring, and it 
dried out content on, on the Locked on Coyotes podcast. And I'm like, all right, we got to get ready for the Blues. And now Again. let's get ready for the Blues. And now let's talk more about the Blues. And he's like, oh, come on. Let's, 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 let's change it up a little bit. So I'm uh, glad to get a change of pace and to talk about a team that's not the Blues. <laughs> so it's we have the first of two meetings, the first of two meetings out of many uh, against the Coyotes. And uh, the first thing that kind of struck me was, uh, as I've said a lot on, on this show and on any show I've been talking hockey on, it's a little too early to start looking at the standings and going, ah, yes, playoff position. But right now the Coyotes are technically in a playoff position uh, ahead of all of the rest of the California teams and also Minnesota, who all had covid for a while. Uh, is this where you expected the Coyotes to be? Is this kind of what you thought uh, this team was, a kind of a bubble team uh, for a playoff spot? Yeah, and in, in, in many ways, yeah. I, to me, I thought this Coyotes team uh, would always be fighting for that fourth spot, at least right now in the division. I think they are uh, standing right now in third in the division, right ahead of Colorado, I believe. Uh, so, they look super, they're looking super promising. Um, and they, I had a lot of prob, I had a lot of questions for them for the majority of this uh, season so far of consistency and confidence. Uh, that was the case against San Jose. That was the case against Vegas. That was the case against Anaheim. And then something clicked against St. Louis. And, well, it looks like a completely different team. And I've been impressed by them. Um, so I, I think, I feel like this is maybe the, the sort of blessing and curse, I guess, of playing a team seven times in a row is that you do kind of get the chance to get into a groove against them. And I, I feel like it must've been very satisfying, uh, watching the coyotes to see them get it against the blues, you know, and to be able to sort of build on that. It's sort of like you're, you know, getting a crack at the same nut over and over again until you finally figure it out. So do you think that that, you know, as annoying as it was to play them so many times in a row that uh, that sort of helped build their confidence uh, to, to go on to play teams that are not the St. Louis blues. Oh, absolutely. Especially when, you know, before the season started, everyone considered the blues as, you know, among the top three teams or in the, in the Honda West and among the top, you know, 10 teams in the national hockey league. So, to have, you know, so many cracks at a team like the Blues and their talent, you know, going up against a talented goaltender in, in Jordan Bennington and being able to solve them and, you know, coming out out of a seven-game series, having won four of them, it definitely really telling of, you know, the confidence building for this Coyotes team. And uh, it gives them a promising look as they continue this season. The Coyotes do have a lot of young names on their roster, a lot of unfamiliar names. And I, I feel like I I usually end up knowing a lot of really obscure random hockey players for no apparent reason. But the Coyotes are, are a roster that I look at and I'm like, I, I think I know you. I think I know you from right. somewhere. Um, who Who is kind of driving the way forward for the Coyotes, uh, especially being a team that doesn't have, you know, there isn't a Connor McDavid of the, of the Arizona Coyotes. Um, who, who, who is sort of pushing the Coyotes into this playoff spot and into uh, being a team to actually reckon with? Uh, anyone who has ever heard me talk about the Coyotes so far this season is going to hear me continue to talk about Connor Garland. Uh, he has Easily been the most impressive player on the team, uh, both skating-wise, you know, hockey IQ-wise, and shooting-wise. He uh, gets to the open areas way too easily. I watched this this series against the Blues, for example, and you know he turned 
you know, some of the defensemen in the Swiss cheese by just <laughs> by literally just getting through them like it's nothing. So Connor Garland, I would say easily that guy right now for the Coyotes. And I, and I, I will always talk about him, especially since, again, I watched this guy play for Tucson you know, only about three years ago. And to see him, see where he is now, like it, you couldn't be saying anything else. That's always so satisfying to see a player who you, you've watched, you know, it's like I raised him with my own two hands, uh, but to see them, you know, make that jump into the NHL and, you know, he's, it looks like he's leading the Coyotes in scoring right now. He's a really integral part of this team and uh, it has to be really satisfying. We're still waiting. Uh, you know, many of our prospects are either, you know, they're just kind of guys, they're just kind of there. Uh, and the guys who we're really excited about aren't here, aren't there yet. They're still kind of percolating. So I, I, I love that feeling of, of seeing a guy finally blossom um, and, and, you know, I'm looking forward to it, I guess, for my own small children, whenever they uh, become Los Angeles Kings in the future. Yeah. And what pe- what people love the most about this whole, uh, you know, Connor Garland growth was, you know, I just had a, uh, you know, Kat Silverman uh, join my podcast just the other day. And she was saying a story of how uh, she made a, uh, like made, made a statement about Connor Garland being drafted in the fifth round in the NHL uh, draft. Like, what is it? Like four, four or five years ago. And at the time she's like, a lot of people were going to regret not picking him earlier. And people, you know, people were saying, oh, are you kidding me? You know, he's not that good away from, away from the puck and everything. And a lot of us now are looking back at that. We're just like, yeah, pro- teams probably now they're probably, you know, second guessing whether or not they should have picked Connor Garland earlier. We're talking with Sarah Vampato of Lockdown Kings here on the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. We are going to continue this conversation in just a sec of this wonderful conversation as we're previewing the Arizona Coyotes in Los Angeles Kings series. First game of uh, many in, uh, well, at least of two to start off with, starting off tonight at around 7.30 p.m. We're going to continue this conversation in just a sec. But first, I want to talk to you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Real-time updated odds and props and almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets and the best part is, it is free to sign up. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get that deposit upon signing up. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski Host a breakdown of the biggest stories and with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the Locked On Coyotes conversation with Sarah Vampato of Locked On Kings. What do you think, you know, so, so looking at a team who is going to be coming up against the Coyotes, what do you think are the biggest things the Kings are going to need to look out for, the, the like, keys to, to undoing, let's say, the Arizona Coyotes? Not that you want to, you know, they're not, the Kings aren't listening to the show. They, they won't know 
they won't know what you're, you're advising, but what are sort of the weaknesses, I guess, uh, of the coyotes and things that we as fans should be like, ah, I can't believe you didn't do that. Drew Dowdy. Well, you know, I'll, I'll say the biggest thing is um, in a way it, it's a, an, at least an attempt to attack the coyotes confidence. And that is to score early. If the Kings are able to score, let's say in the first five minutes of a game, I have seen that wreck the Coyotes. They just looks, they just kind of like feel so slumped up after that. Just like, oh, we let one in that early, and from the from that point on, they they're not going to have a good game. So if the Kings get a goal early, you know, come out fast, do what they can to do that. Yeah, but no, they can they can put something put some pressure onto the Coyotes. This might be a battle of like who can not score first because the Kings have a pretty poor track record of uh, getting scored on really, really quickly. And uh, <laughs> I feel like that's uh, every game. I'm always like, oh, no. And it's the same thing of the kind of lack of confidence and the, oh, well, here we go again. Uh, so we both teams are, I feel like, trying to going to try to avoid that because it's been a, a problem, it seems like, for both of them. Oh, yeah. Oh. I always just, it's like sometimes they're carbon copies of each other. <laughs> sometimes, you know, that's, uh, uh, that, that, that's what I love about, you know, sometimes seeing the, see, seeing those teams that get up against each other, especially young teams, because stuff like that confidence, that's the biggest part with young teams. Yeah. And, and be, being teams that are both kind of in, in a state of, of rebuilding and waiting for some of their big prospects to, to come up again, to come up into the league. Sometimes those games are more fun almost of two kind of scrappy teams. Both guys have, both sides have something to prove. And, you know, it's not the same as the Kings going up against the Colorado Avalanche, who everyone just expects to win the game. I feel like there's a little more at at stake almost with, with two teams that are both trying to, trying to say like, listen, no, I am here. I am a good team. Like you need to reckon with that. It makes it, makes it for a little more of an adventure sometimes. Yeah, in, in, in many ways it does. You know, and I think, you know, especially for, you know, for the Coyotes' sake is, you know, especially coming off a series like they just did, um, you know, with their com- with, with their confidence where it is now, like it, it can it definitely, it helps them right now, I'll say, going up against, the, you know, the, the next, the California teams next. You know, I think that will help them build off of that as well. You know, plus, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to see more from, Everyone else on the team who has also been, you know, huge contributors like Christian Dvorak and uh, and like Jacob Chikrin. So those guys have are, are going to continue to be huge contributors to the Coyotes, you know, especially up against this up, upcoming series. So so you gave us the secret hint on what the Kings should do to kind of get the inside edge. And that is score early and, and don't let up. What are things the Kings need to look out for um, in, you know, things that really the, the coyotes are sneaky good at or that they excel at and that are going to cause problems for their opponent. It's watch out for their speed. Uh, if you watch uh, the short leash line, which is their first line of Connor Garland, uh, Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller, they're pretty fast and they will, they will, uh, they will attack really quickly. Obviously, like I mentioned, cause Connor Garland is able to skate through defensemen like it's nothing. And then you have, you know, guys in the second line like um, like Christian Dvorak who can do the same stuff. So this is a fast team. And if you don't have if you if the Kings don't have the uh, the personnel, the defense to keep up with that, yeah, it's gonna 
it, it could spell some bad news for, for Los Angeles. All right. I've got to ask, what's the deal with the nickname of that line? The short leash line? Yep. So uh, actually this happened, I think, either right before the Blues series or the after game one where they, they that first loss against the Blues. Uh, uh, head coach Rick Tockett kind of threatened to break up that top line. He's like, they are on a super short leash right now because if they don't pick up their game defensively or just pick up their entire game uh, outside of, you know, just shooting the puck, then I'm going to break them up. You know, put try them on all on different lines. So if they want to stay together, they got to pick up their crap. And ever since then, they have been uber impressive. Like putting putting a little bit of fear into people <laughs> never hurts sometimes, I guess. <laughs> um yeah. One other one other thing that I know has been an issue in the past for the for the Coyotes, and it seems like they they finally have got it figured out, and that is uh, in net. Uh, there have been a lot of years of just sort of watching and being like, oh well, here we go again, uh, and now uh, the the Coyotes actually sort of seem to have progressed and uh, they have our old friend Darcy Kemper uh, is is really holding things down has really evolved uh, into you know holding his own as a starter for the Coyotes and he's someone who I think a lot of Kings fans have have some affection for given that he was one of us uh, for a little bit of time what, what's your expectation for uh, for who's going to be in between the pipes in these games uh, how have they been doing just what's uh what's what's the landscape look like for the Coyotes in, in goal? You know, it, it really can be a toss-up, really depending on how each of the goaltenders are feeling. I have almost no doubt in my mind Darcy Kemper will probably get easily, one, of course, one of the games, depending on how he feels for the second game. Uh, you know, they'll put in anti-Ranta, and, which has shown to be just, a, just a, enough or, or equal, sometimes even better, of a choice for you know to back him up just in case or just to be ready. Um, so either one really can, really can make the pick, but again, Darcy Kemper is the guy. So like, I would, it wouldn't surprise me if Darcy Kemper gets both of the games. And he always like, like anyone who used to be on the Kings and now plays on another team, they always seem to do much better against their old team. Uh, so I would not be surprised to see that go, uh, in, in your favor. We're talking to Sarah Vampato of Locked On Kings as we get ready to preview the Arizona Coyotes Los Angeles Kings. First game of a uh, short two-game series uh, coming up this weekend is tonight. We'll get to that uh, very shortly. We're going to you know, preview a little bit more of that series coming up as well as get a uh, scouting report from Sarah on the Los Angeles Kings on what Coyotes fans should expect from this up, upcoming opponents. But first, I want to let you guys know that with the ever-increasing number of makes and models of your vehicles, it is impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning? Is this an EX or an LX or a 5.0 or a 2.3? Or you, you, you get what I'm saying. Plus, why worry about those high prices at those stores in the first place as well? Let's go ahead and restart all that and go to rockauto.com instead. All day, all you need to do is put in your car or truck information and it will and rockauto.com will list all of the parts that will fit your car. And the best part is the prices are phenomenal. 
RockAuto.com can easily save you up to 50% on the same part you would probably normally buy at a chain store. So don't just take my word for it. Go ahead and check it out yourself. Go ahead and check out the RockAuto.com catalog. Just all you, all you need to do is use a computer with an internet device. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins this year. If you're betting and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets if your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, while I've got you, is there anything that you want to know about the Kings? Anything that's kind of, you know, burning in your mind of, of stuff that you think the Coyotes should be watching out for? Yeah, I'm, you know, personally, I'm trying to understand, you know, I, I was looking at the Kings roster and, you know, I was looking at the, you know, obviously that, you know, the the top players. Um, but other than that, I'm trying to understand this roster. You know, who from this team outside of, you know, maybe the names that most most of, you know, Coyotes fans might be familiar with is a guy that that we should, you know, pay attention to because it for me, I, I don't recognize half this team. Yeah, that is the, uh, the the eternal problem with the Kings is that their roster right now is like Andre Kopitar and then a bunch of people who uh, a lot of guys haven't heard of. Uh, so they are in kind of like a transitional stage of, like I said earlier, not all of the prospects are ready yet to be in the NHL, but there are a couple guys who I think are important to uh, to keep an eye on. And one of them is Jared Anderson Dolan, uh, who is, uh, he's just 21 years old. He uh, spent all last season in the AHL, and a lot of people were kind of clamoring for him to come up full-time last year. He actually got a couple of games as a teenager still uh, before the Kings sent him back to juniors. Uh, but he looks every bit like an NHL player. He has been – he's got goals in consecutive games. He just got a, a power play goal for they, – they put him on the power play, and surprise, now he is uh, – scoring goals there too. Uh, so he's someone, he's, he's a little bit, a little gritty, uh, but definitely has a, a scoring touch and has brought a, a little more legitimacy, I'll say to, to the, the bottom six for the Kings who, you know, he's on a line with two other younger players with Carl Grunstrom and Trevor Moore. Both of them are pretty young guys. There's not a whole lot of NHL games combined in this line, but they have so much energy. And uh, in the Kings last game against the wild, any fancy stat you looked at, they were basically at the top. They were the best line by far for the Kings. So it is some of those younger players who you're going to be like, how did I just get scored on by a guy I've never heard of? Um, that that's kind of who is driving a little bit. The Kings it's, uh, you know, Anja Kopitar, obviously, is still by far the best player on the team. But uh, a lot of these young guys are really challenging uh, to, to earn a spot and to keep their spot on this team and not have to go back to the taxi squad. Um, another guy to keep an eye out for is Gabe Velarde, who was a first round pick a handful of years ago and then essentially missed two years of hockey because of a back injury. And uh, he, he, came back and started playing last year. They sort of eased him in uh, and he too has sort of seized his spot on this roster. And right now is the the second line center uh, for the Kings. And he's more of a playmaker than he is a, a scorer, but he already has shown he's not afraid to go into the corners and not afraid to, you know, 
get physical in order to get a puck out to a teammate to let them score uh, instead. And to the point where sometimes I'm like, Gabe, can you please just shoot the puck yourself? Like you don't need to always pass it. Um, but he, oh, he's, so he's a young who, Joe Thornton, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would, I would love it if he would turn into a uh, Joe Thornton, but he, he is, he's a very good player who I think has is still dealing with some growing pains of, you know, you, you need to be able to take advice and take, you know, take lessons from, from the people who have been there before you. And, and, you know, you can't just stumble through and, and hope you figure it out on your own. I feel like there's been a lot of, you know, Todd McClellan being like, well, he wants to learn in a certain way. And so we'll just, we'll just see what happens. But yeah, he's much more of a, a passer than a shooter, but uh, has got some, some slick goals, including ones that I'm like, how did you even get that puck in there? Like, you had like an inch. How did you do that? So he, he has the skill. He just doesn't always, always use it. But I feel like those are the guys uh, of the unfamiliar names who I, I think are really, uh, really important to watch out for. And then on the blue line, one guy that uh, even Kings fans, I feel like think that this guy came out of nowhere is uh, Austin Strand, who put in his time in the AHL for the past couple of years and has emerged. Yeah, you know, They called him up when they had, you know, some empty room on the blue line and he, is going to be really hard to take out of the lineup whenever all of their defensemen are healthy. Uh, he's a big guy, so he's not afraid of being physical, but he also brings you know very good skating and speed and is starting to get a little more creative now that he's more comfortable. Uh, so he, he's someone on the back end who I think no one has heard of who is really starting to make, make his mark. So a lot of guys, no one knows their names, but I, I hope that in the near future, people will, will know, you know, to see if they see Jared Anderson Dolan, they can be like, Oh, there's that kid that scored on us. Yeah. I think that, that, that name, Jared Anderson Dolan, I think that's the only one I half recognized. I think maybe cause I was watching a Spokane game one, mm-hmm. <laughs> one yeah. of the times. So I, I know, I think, I think that's where he was in the Spokane yeah. chiefs, right. For the WHL. Yeah. So I think that's yep. the only way I know his name, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. it, but yeah, he, he's been really fun. And, uh, you know, someone who I have been rooting for, he slipped in the draft and, uh, you know, there were, you know, as usual in hockey, uh, he, he has two moms. And so there was a lot of speculation in hockey of like teams not wanting to take him because they didn't want someone who didn't come from a traditional family, blah, blah, blah. And the Kings were like, well, if that's true, that's stupid because he's really talented. Um, and you know, fortunately for the Kings, he fell into, into their lap in, in the draft and uh, just real excited to, to see him get his chance uh, in the league. But yeah, those are our young guys. Cool. Uh, one, one other thing to, uh, for, for me to ask of you is uh, the goaltending situation for you guys, obviously that it seems Cal Peterson is your guy, but what, what, what the hell's going on with Jonathan quick? You know, he has his moments Uh, in the game against the wild. He looked like old school Jonathan quick where he was unstoppable. He got a shutout. Um, And then other nights uh, like the, the time, the game he got pulled against Vegas, I believe it was just looked terrible. So uh, unfortunately with Jonathan quick, you never quite know what you're going to get. And it's very much a tale of two goalies because quick stats, if you look at them are at the very bottom of the league, Cal Peterson's are at the very top of the league. Uh, so I think that the pressure is good for Jonathan quick and, you know, he, he never wants to relinquish uh, the starters net, but Cal Peterson has been phenomenal. They have made him work far too much than, you know, I would prefer him not to be facing a million shots right from, you know, right from the blue paint essentially. But uh, I think that, Right now, the Kings are kind of 
going pretty evenly in, in starts. So in these two games, you're probably going to see both of them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Jonathan quick is neither as bad nor as good as people think he is. Um, but he, he can still pull out a, an old school classic game every so often. Yeah. Cause you know, that, that name was a name that it inst- like used to, at least, you know, like five, six years ago would instill fear. Every time I heard that name, it's like, Oh God, we have to go against this guy. But yeah, now again, things are a little bit different. Now here are the coyotes. You know, people say the same thing about Darcy Kemper now, so I, I, I guess I can't complain. Yeah, it's 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 nice to see thing to see things you know progress and to see see your young goalies come up and and uh, push for spots. But yeah, it's 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 an interesting situation as a Kings fan of uh, you know a lot of people being like, why is Jonathan Quick even still here? Well, he he is. It doesn't matter why he's still here. He he's he's there. So you'll we'll see. A lot of times, people whenever I ask them to make predictions on uh, on games, everyone basically says, "Yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna lose the game against Quick, or we're gonna win the game against Quick, and we're gonna lose the game against Peterson." And uh, usually, usually they've been right. But uh, we'll we'll see. I will make you make the same prediction that I, I make everyone make. I hate making predictions myself, but I love making other people make them. How do you think this series goes uh, for these two teams? Um, I can see a split happen in this one. Um, I'll say the Coyotes ride out the momentum for from the series against the Blues, and they'll take the first game. And second game, I can see probably this one probably being like, an overtime loss, just something, you know, I, I could see some, something coming out of the Kings or maybe not, maybe not the best game for the Coyotes or, you know, whatever side it might be, maybe a mix of both, but I can see a split easily happen for this. Yeah. I am pretty much on the split train as well. And that has been, uh, the Kings have not won, you know, two games against the same team, uh, yet this season. So I I'm pretty sure that it'll be one and one as well, but, uh, It'll be exciting, and hopefully we don't have to play each other seven times in a row uh, <laughs> like you guys did with the Blues. Oh man, I, I don't know. I don't think you're gonna handle another another seven game series. Well, we'll cross our fingers that there's no COVID disasters or weather disasters or anything that would uh, would force that to happen. Thanks for breaking down the Coyotes for me, uh, and I, I think that you know, much like the Kings and uh, people not necessarily being familiar with everyone on their roster, I, I think it goes the same way with a lot of Kings fans not knowing what is going on out there in the desert. So glad to get your perspective. For people who want to find you, who want to learn more about the Coyotes, and uh, you know, see the view from the opposition, uh, where can they find you and Locked On Coyotes out there online? Yeah, you can go ahead and uh, find me on Twitter. I am at Rob Leano one so R-O-B-L-E-A-N-O-1. And uh, our Locked On Coyotes at L-O underscore Coyotes. Be, again, talking Coyotes, you know, five days a week all on there. Sometimes even Tucson Roadrunners. Myself living down in the old Pueblo, I am hev- I'm heavily on uh, covering Tucson. So uh, that's where I do a lot of my work. Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting. We will, of course, chat throughout the season uh, between the, the, the Roadrunners and between and the Coyotes. Uh, we will be seeing each other a lot. So uh, always glad to chat and hope to have you back on the show soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Sarah. That was the uh, conversation with Sarah Vampato of Lockdown Kings. As we get ready to preview the Arizona Coyotes and Los Angeles Kings, once again, the first of two games this weekend between the two teams will be tonight at around 7 p.m. If you enjoyed what you guys heard today, 
Don't forget to leave a good review and to subscribe if you've yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts. And again, don't for, also don't forget to to uh, go ahead and take a listen and subscription to uh, our friends over at Locked On Kings. Sarah Vampato is doing some some fantastic fantastic work over there. You know she's also the host of Locked On NHL. So go or at least for Mondays and Wednesdays. So go ahead and check out that show as well. Both of them available wherever you get your podcast. Always love to uh, make a shout out to our fellow podcasts. And also, speaking of fellow podcasts, I want to go ahead and welcome a newest addition to the Locked On Podcast Network. Because here in Arizona, the college that you support means just about everything. The question is, do you bleed red and blue or do you bleed maroon and gold? If you are of the red and blue variety then bear down and be excited for this new show on Locked On on the Locked On Podcast Network. Mike Luke hosts the Locked On Wildcats podcast as he provides the best in class news and analysis on the Arizona Wildcats. If you're a Wildcats fan, you'll definitely want to listen and to subscribe to the Locked On Wildcats podcast, the once again the newest addition to the Locked On Podcast Network. Be sure to Subscribe to them anywhere you get your podcasts. If you want to interact with uh, Locked On Coyotes on Twitter, go ahead and uh, give us a follow at LO underscore Coyotes. And me, myself, I am at RobLeanu1. Once again, that is R-O-B-L-E-A-N-O-1. And uh, again, you can interact with us and uh, we will you know, interact with you back and we will answer questions that you have maybe directly you know, through Twitter or through a uh, new episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. So be sure to stay tuned and once again, interact with us on social media. We love the interaction with our fans. Hope you guys again enjoyed today's episode. I'm hoping also that you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys stay healthy and don't forget to howl on.